episode of Cut the Foreplay. My name is Nadia Fabry. I'm your host for this and every other episode until the internet goes away. It is 2021. How? I'm so surprised that I'm still alive. 2020 was a wild year. A buddy and I kept on describing it as twofold. She said that she is on trampoline and she's lost her footing and she sat down and everybody else is jumping so she keeps getting double bounced and she can't get back up. And for me, professionally, I really enjoyed the year, but everything else was a complete roller coaster. I felt as though I was on the same trampoline, but I jumped and then just never landed. I've been mid-air since January of 2020 and I keep wondering, will I ever feel grounded again? Probably not. I wasn't that stable to begin with. (laughs) Uh, So to make you feel better in my very odd way of existing, I thought to myself, why not compile a list of top 10 people that fucked up their lives so hard that it'll make you feel better about yours. And that's how we're going to wrap up the year that was a dumpster fire. A year where we all just had whiplash from the biggest money mushroom slap of our existence. A year that fucked us so hard that it knocked our cervix back into our throats. So the list that I compiled will range from people like Leah Michelle, Ellen DeGeneres, Amber Heard, and Johnny Depp to other situations like J.K. Rowling. Absolute twat. And that random dude that showed his dick on CNN or something. We're gonna get into all of those things, and this is in no particular order because all these people going down fucked up so hard. The first person I'd like to talk about, and this one has been weighing on me for a while because I was a fan, not specifically of her, but the show that she was in. Also, I feel responsible in some way because she's also a Virgo. I don't ask me why. The first person I need to talk about is Leah Michelle, and she lands on this list for her battles with her former Glee co-stars. Now, Leah Michelle was obviously known as Rachel Berry on Glee, a show that I loved and that I thoroughly enjoyed for its musicals and wonderful representation in terms of race, gender, sexuality, all the works genres. Now, Leah Michelle took to Twitter last year, early last year, to show her support for the Black Lives Matter movement and other celebrities were like, shit the fuck up. She said very simply, quote, George Floyd did not deserve this. This was not an isolated incident and it must end. So after fellow Virgo Leah Michelle tweeted, it didn't take long for her co-stars to point out the hypocrisy of her tweet considering her actions when they worked together. But it all really did start with Samantha who appeared in season six of Glee as a character named uh, Jane Hayward. She said, quote, laughing my, a- oh my God, this one's so good. Laughing my ass off. Remember when you made my first television gig a living hell? Cause I'll never forget. I believe you told everyone that if you had the opportunity, you would shit in my wig, amongst other traumatic microaggressions that made me question a career in Hollywood, unquote. Things got so heated and boiled over this fucking musical pot that when Naya Rivera disappeared, Leah Michelle temporarily deactivated her Twitter account so that she wouldn't have to face all the backlash because, spoiler alert, Naya Rivera obviously was a woman of color and Leah Michelle was not having it because she hates the brown skin. Now, I know a lot of people hate cancel culture, but sometimes good things come of it because uh, HelloFresh dropped Leah Michelle in terms of their partnership, which makes me very happy. A coin in a racist pocket. 
I don't know what the end of that sentence is. A coin in a racist's pocket is another moment I walk down the street and somebody yells, Go back to your country! It's like, yes, I'm going back. I'm on vacation. Leave me alone. But also, where are you going to send me? I'm multiracial. Do I just get to pick one? Like, my family's from the farmlands of Baluchistan. You're really going to send me there so I can be a little house on the prairie with Sean the sheep? Sean the sheep can't see my big dick energy. How will I survive? Also, that was definitely not a dig at bestiality. A favorite Kenyan pastime, according to the headlines, from 2012 to present day. News anchors on radio stations are always like, And in other news, five men have been found ramming a chicken. And six others in their home counties have been seen scissoring cats. And that's your news. You are up to date. Okay, this next one also hurt my feelings. Number one, because she's a woman of color. Number two, because she makes songs about conolingus. And those are my favorite kind of songs. If there was a genre on Apple Music that was just full-on conolingus, you know I'd be subscribed to it. A little bell on it. Notify me when there's songs about eating pussy. I am the opposite of DJ Khaled. I am ready to applaud that till the day I die. Tia Tamara, So High, Go to Town. All beautiful Doja Cat songs, but I didn't know about the racism or the controversy that surrounded her until more recently. So, Doja Cat has denied taking part in racist conversations online and apologized for a song that appeared to mock victims of police brutality. Let's dive into this. I'm already upset. Also, if you don't know this, her song Tia Tamara is about her titties. She's named one Tia and one Tamara. It's just so fucking genius. Why, Doja? The star took to Instagram to address several accusations, including the suggestion that she had stripped for white supremacists in a video chat room. First of all, that is the strangest thing. It must be true because who the fuck would make that up? They're like, oh, this, you know, biracial or multiracial rapper definitely stripped for white supremacists. Let's, let's, Let's do that. Everyone's gonna believe it. But if it's true, it doesn't matter how outrageous the story is because it's true. Do you understand my train of thought? Like, kind of, maybe? I don't know. Why is she stripping for white supremacists? And what song did she dance to? While she called the allegations 100% incorrect, the star admitted to dumb-ass behavior in her past. To her fans, she said, I'm sorry if I hurt you or made you feel in any way upset. The singer-slash-rapper whose real name is my godliness. This is the true challenge of this episode. Yeah. Let's take let's take it back a little bit. How did all of this start? The controversy was triggered by the emergence of an old song under the title Didn't Do Nothing, which is a term used to disparage black victims of police brutality. Some people claim the lyrics refer to Sandra Bland, a black woman who died in police custody in Texas in 2015. And you know how the internet can be one wrong and they dig up your past. Subsequently, footage began to circulate of the singer participating on the video chat room site Tiny Chat, making sexual comments to men who were reported members of the alt-right, an online subculture of white supremacists who are involuntarily celibate. <laughs> oh god, a hot fucking mess. How does she come back from this? And should I still listen to her music when she hates her own people? I think... The answer is that I can find plenty more artists that have songs about conolingus and people who name their titties Tia and Tamara. If you have any suggestions, please, I am an open lady when it comes to music.
I was going to say legs, but lady. I am an open legs. That doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> Number three, Lana Del Rey for whining about the criticism that she gets. She's like, it's super hard as a white woman making sad songs. And that's all that I want to say about that because I have no time for Lana Del Rey. Number four, Jeffrey Tubin. I think that's how you say his name. For accidentally exposing himself during a Zoom call. Accidentally in quotes because this was clearly something that he had planned. Now, before October 20. 25th. Jeffrey Tubin wouldn't have ended up on this list. His career was doing great. He was doing better than you and I put together. In August, his eighth book came out called True Crimes and Misdemeanors, The Investigation of Donald Trump. And over on HBO, he was about to appear as himself on The Undoing, which is a spectacular uh, show. If you haven't seen it, please check it out. It has Hugh Grant and my future wife, Nicole Kidman. But the way that this world works is that uh, in a few minutes, everything can go downhill to quote, uh, what's her name? 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 Where is it? It's somewhere in my head. Ah, Beverly Donofrio. To quote her, all life really is, is four or five days that change everything. And this is true because this man has spent his entire life building his career, but then during a Zoom call while working on a podcast about the presidential election for The New Yorker, he was seen lowering and raising his computer camera, exposing and touching his penis and motioning an air kiss. She was literally just talking about politics and this guy was like, wait, this is a good time to whip out my dick. My dick. Speaking of men that are spiraling, number five, always rooting for this man, but Ice Cube has been promoting anti-Semitic comments and conspiracy theories on the interwebs, and I went into a sp spiral of my own reading one, two, three, and then I was in the comment section of the comment section, and then hours had passed. He's saying some pretty fucked up shit, and if you want to look at it, check it out on your own, because we all know I'm not going to post anything. I'll say it, but I won't do it. Number six, Ellen DeGeneres, and I think I've covered this in uh, another podcast episode. I'm not a professional, so I'm not going to go back and check which one and then let you know and be like, also listen to that one. Ellen DeGeneres for being an absolute racist. And I love Diane Keaton. This sounds random, but I truly love Diane Keaton. But I hate that she made a statement saying that Ellen has been nothing but nice to her. Yes, she's been nice to you because you're a rich white woman. Do you understand how racism works? There's context. <laughs> <gasps> Diane, why? God, I guess only Sally Field will be my white auntie from now on. It hurts my feelings. Also, racism by association is a real thing. At least it is to me. Homophobia by association is a real thing for me. Long-term, in a relationship, married to uh, a partner who is racist. You best believe this person must say racist things at home and I sweep it under the rug, meaning I am also racist and I'm willing to carry that shit. Number two, if this human being is homophobic and has homophobic slurs on the regs at home and I listen to it and I don't condemn it, I am also fucking homophobic. This is just my opinion. You cannot have that kind of hate in your household and think that you can go outside and not have it bleed out into your conversations. Number seven, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard for their ongoing battles over alleged domestic abuse on both sides. They definitely have to be on this list for me because uh, the two of them together had the most intense relationship and of course the breakup will mirror that and wow has it ever because I won't bore you with the other details but the highlight for me is the fact that they both accused each other of taking a shit on the other's floor. 
I gotta ask. I need. I wish I knew them so I could just just a cheeky WhatsApp like, yo, please, I have a question. Did you go over to this person's house and just take off your pants and then just go? Oh, I I just I can't. <laughs> Number eight, Chris Delia. Chris Delia. Chris, I don't know how to say his last name. He inappropriately tweeted underage girls. And this story is absolutely nuts because we all know that he plays a pedophile on the show You, which, by the way, is returning very soon for a third season. Very exciting news. Um, he plays a pedophile on there, and the way it unfolded in real life was so similar but less dramatic. AKA, a 17 year old girl came forward with screenshots to be like, bruh, this. This guy's been hitting me up since I was like in the womb, essentially. Let me paint the picture for you. One morning in the fall of her senior year of high school, Julia Holtzman awoke to find that Chris Delia, Chris Delia, Chris Delia, yeah. had sent her a direct message on Instagram. The 17-year-old was confused. She was not a fan of the 36-year-old stand-up con- 36-year-old. God. And was not following his page, but she saw that he had a certified uh, badge on his social media account and was intrigued. Naturally, she's young. So she responded to him asking how he'd found her. First of all, let me just put this out there. A lot of people see this in movies to be like, 17 and 36, Not that's not that bad. But I always say you have to picture your own life, okay? You and I, we've known each other quite a bit, quite a long time, intimately in some ways. I'm 30 years old. If you and I were to hang out and I went to the washroom and you looked over at my phone and you saw that I was texting a 17-year-old being like, show me your dick or show me them titties, wouldn't you be like, that's fucking atrocious. I need to take Nadia to the cops. I am a full-grown woman with a semi-established career, with a semi rational way of existing. You would never think that of me. I hope you would never think that of me. So when it's transferred to actual celebrities, why don't people see it? Like Drake and Millie Bobby Brown. It's weird that he's a man in his 30s texting a fucking 15-year-old girl, giving her boy advice. That's grooming if I ever did see it. Out here, me texting 17-year-old children being like, dick pig, question mark, eggplant emoji, question mark. God. Where are we? I got lost. Chee. <laughs> so Chris proceeded to give uh, Julia a phone number, which public records linked to his name and suggest that she travel from Long Island to New York to come see him. She never went, but she saved the screenshots. And of course, years later, she had the courage to, to come out and say, hey, this is what happened to me. And when she did, the avalanche of other screenshots with the same phone number being revealed linked to Chris was just un fathomable. Clearly he's been doing this to a lot of underage girls and it began to trend on Twitter. So of course he came out and said that he's never knowingly pursued an underage girl and that all of his relationships have been both legal and consensual. That being said, <laughs> this is my favorite part, that being said, I really am truly sorry. I was a dumb guy who absolutely let myself get caught up in my lifestyle. What does that mean? If you've already said that you've never done it but you're still a apologizing. Oh, ho, ho, honey. In the other parts of the story, which initially I didn't want to share with you, but now I definitely do, is like in all of these screenshots, he keeps saying like, let's make out, let's make out, let's make out, which I don't know for some reason is way worse than being like, can you show me your boobs? I don't know. It's, it's like regressive and childish and very high school like. And I feel like clearly he knows what he's doing by asking these girls simple things like, let's kiss. <laughs> me, 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 me. 
Ugh, everything about it is so fucking gross. Isn't he straight edge, by the way? Doesn't he like not drink, smoke, nothing, and he works out all the time? That's fair. Compulsively controlling things because you can't control your urge to get at youngins. She look at me digging up that psychology. Two men were found in their home counties heavily lubricated in a bush with a cow. While in Kakamega, 32 men were found in an OG suckle jack beating the meat to a mosquito. Number nine, Tory Lanes for allegedly shooting Megan the Stallion. I have to say her name like this for some reason every single time. Yeah, it it's not allegedly anymore. Please, let's come on. Let's call a spade a spade. This man got very angry and shot his partner in both feet. He felt as though his emotions were so valid that he was allowed to physically harm somebody else and break the law. So this is the worst part. She drives away trying to get to the hospital and cops stop her. And they can clearly see that she's injured, but they ask her to walk towards them with her hands in the air. And there's just blood on the floor as she's dragging her feet. I mean, like, to be a woman in this world is why to be a woman of color in this world sometimes is just a test really <laughs> number 10 jk rowling for a series of anti-trans statements i don't even want to read these statements because like i i, I the, for a woman who created an entire world in her mind put it on paper and millions of people have consumed that and taken on said world that she created as something that exists for themselves and gives them joy every single day she's actually quite dumb her point of view and her, the way she articulates herself in terms of our anti-trans stand is so sad and so stupid. JK Rowling, I don't even know how to cancel her because like Harry Potter is so apart and it's so ingrained in all of our, you know, millennial culture that you can't separate the two. I did, however, unfollow her on Twitter. <laughs> that makes a difference. She's like, oh, I went from um, like 10 million followers to 10 million followers. Damn, we really went through that list. <laughs> I'm both like upset and relieved. I'm upset that these people exist, but I'm relieved that I'm not them, nor do I have a mentality that would near any of them in any way. So yay to being nice. Nostradamus has predicted that in 2021, there will be three things. One, famine. Two, zombies. Three, asteroids. So it's very likely that the world will end like proper and that's that. So if that truly is the case, write down all the things that you want to do in this life and accomplish them. My list only has squirting written. <laughs> I am so sorry. That one really just flew out of me. No pun intended.